Hey, Hirschbachers. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Uh, happy to be joined by Joe Carberg this week. Joe, thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. All right. Joe is our director of safety. Um, so today's, you can, you can probably guess that what we're going to talk about today in our <laughs> podcast, right, Joe? But um, yeah, Joe has a few, has a couple uh, pretty important things. You know, we've talked... We talk a lot of safety, I think, on the podcast. Uh, whether it's a, you know, whether it's someone from the safety department or not, we do talk a lot about safety. But um, I want to do a little, a little bit more in depth and dive in on a few things and, and talk specifically to a few trends uh, that we're seeing lately, as well as you know, unfortunately, it's November, uh, and we all know what that yes. means. We all yes, know what's yes, coming. Yes. Well, I mean, maybe that's people that live in Florida and never leave the state of Florida. But for us, you know, we're in the Midwest. We have that coming, and for our fleet. We run a lot in the Northeast and the Midwest. And uh, I mean, we run all across the country, right? The West Coast as well. But we see a lot of, of, of snow and we see a lot of uh, precarious situations that our drivers can, can be potentially be put in. So uh, super important to talk about that stuff. And uh, as, I, as I always say, um, doesn't matter how many winters you've driven, you can always learn something and you can always get better. So, um, so with that, uh, let's just jump right into it for our, we're going to have a little extra long safety message today. That's what we'll start with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm good at talking lots and lots of that. So. <laughs> but yeah, for those of you guys who've never don't know what's coming, uh, you've been lucky so far to be able to, uh, dodge a lot of the winter weather, but, uh, we really want to stress uh winter weather preparedness you know if you guys have been with us for a couple of years you know what the weather task force is you've probably heard from us a, a time or two uh we put a lot of extra emphasis on the weather because we get into the the cold season snow and ice on the ground we don't want to just kind of resign to this idea that you know winter means more accidents we want to be very proactive in that and try to prevent as much as we can so uh we have our uh monthly training going right now for it was for the month of October we've left it open for a couple extra weeks uh, we want to kind of keep it open to give every driver who has not had the opportunity to complete it uh, the time to get it done um, it's basically seven modules that uh, you would go through in each one of those modules there's an introduction module and then there's one module for each one of the safe six as it pertains to winter weather uh, takes you roughly, I think the videos take about 55 minutes and then there's a short quiz after each one, I think three, three or four questions a piece. So, uh, it's a little bit longer than most of the winter training or sorry, most of the monthly trainings that we have. Uh, but being that this is a big topic and we do tend to see more accidents in the wintertime, we think it's worthwhile to put that extra effort into it. Um, and then the main piece is just using the safe six to navigate the weather, uh, just very quickly get ready, stay updated with the weather, know where you're going, what the weather's like, where, where you're going, where you're at, the areas in between, know what you're driving into, uh, right speed, slow down, slow down more than you think you need to, uh, can't tell you how many times we have drivers who they did slow down, but they didn't slow down enough. Uh, increase your following distance for right space way beyond that seven second mark. Uh, that seven seconds is for, you know, ideal conditions. Winter weather is obviously anything but ideal. So open that up. Eliminate distractions. Keep an eye on the traffic and the conditions around you, you know, as the conditions worsen. It might be fine when you start driving, but if they get uh, bad as you're driving, find somewhere safe to park, which kind of goes into reduce risk and right response. Either stay parked or find safe parking as needed. Uh, don't be afraid to raise your hand and say, you know, conditions are, are getting pretty bad or, you know, I'm not comfortable driving in these conditions. Uh, just keep your ops and safety team updated as you do that. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Um, yeah, absolutely. I just I'll jump in a little bit. And the 
it, it's a, it takes a little bit to do, but there's a reason for that. It's, it's really important, right? You know, we could have done a quick three minute safety training, um, and then maybe not had as much impact, but right. there's a lot of really good stuff. There's a lot of stuff it's, and it's not just for winter weather, right? There's, it's probably winter weather specific, but it goes in depth on a lot of reasons why we should be doing certain things out on the road, whether it's winter driving or, or not. Right. There's a lot of other, you know, even in rain or, or some of these other situations where it's not ideal road conditions, you know, Absolutely. we have to make some of these same decisions. Um, you know, the, and as far as the, you know, the reduced risk and get ready, right response, um, you know, operations will always have your back. You know, we want we want you guys to feel safe uh, in the road conditions that you have out there. Every driver's different. Um, some drivers have been driving in the Midwest for 25 years. Some drivers have been driving for five, five six months, right? And they haven't yep. seen one yet. So each one of those, I'm not, you know, we don't want to say, hey, that experienced one can drive through worse weather. And that's not what I'm saying. But there's a, definitely a different level of comfort of what what what, what you guys uh, have to get done. And the from an operational perspective, just just talk to us, right? You know, we are going to try to be proactive as we can uh, with the weather task force, uh, with the safety team, with operations. You know, we we've watched the weather pretty closely. Um, we have some pretty cool tools that we've added over the past year. Um, and so we are going to be proactive, but the only caveat to that I would say is you, you're the first line of defense out there. Everything we do in the office is kind of a backup for you, right? Yeah. You guys are the front line. You're the one seeing it. You're the one making the decision. You're the one trip planning. You're the one that it needs to be looking and, and getting ready for your route. So we will definitely do it. Uh, we'll definitely push to be as proactive and to get you as much information as we can. I mean, that's our job, right? But it's, it's on you to make those calls out there and you're the first one. So if you see something that you don't like, just call us, let us know. Right. And, um, maybe, maybe it's like, Hey, I'm not sure about this. What, what do you guys see coming? You know, call us. We'll say, Hey, actually it looks pretty good. You're almost out of it. You're, you're fine. Right. There's no Absolutely. reason, you know, that's, I mean, that's what we want to have. We don't want to have you guys making estimates or, or guessing what to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Either calling us to get a get a heads up on what's the weather looking like where I'm going. Uh, it, do you see anywhere safe for me to park that might not be right on the interstate? Mm -hmm. Occasionally, we can find you know truck stops that maybe off the beaten path a mile or two that you might not be able to see directly from the interstate. Uh, you know, we're we're here exactly like you said as a backup, as yeah. a support service to help you guys do what you need to do. Um, you know, we'd prefer you just either give us a call. Don't you know? the tendency to pick up your phone or pick up your GPS and try to find that next truck stop is strong, especially when the weather's getting bad. But those are the moments where you need to be even more focused and even more attentive with what you're doing. So, uh, you know, give us a shout. We'll do anything we can to, to find somewhere safe for you to go. <clears throat> Absolutely. We're definitely here to help. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else on winter driving? Oh, I did want to say the office staff is going through it. I've done it oh, yes. myself. Um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, Again, it, I mean, it's it took a little while to do, but it's it's good information and uh, it's it's worth your time. We can all all of us can sharpen the saw. Yep, so. it's not just something we threw out at the drivers. We wanted all of our office staff, everybody internally, yeah. to be able to have the opportunity to see that. So, I but think yeah. Ronald, uh, Richard, I think I think he got his done yesterday. He said, but I'm not sure. So it's on his list too. So everyone's <laughs> doing it. Yep, yep, yep. We had to block out a little bit of time, but yeah, no, it's definitely worth doing for sure. So, um, but yeah, so that uh. 
uh, sums up the winter stuff. The other thing we are going to talk about today is just drowsy driving. You know, we're getting into that time of year. Uh, daylight savings has mm-hmm. ended. It's getting darker out sooner. Uh, and we've had a, a, a couple recent incidents lately where drivers are out there and, and pushing a little bit too hard. Uh, you know, nobody hurt or anything like that. But some instances where... Uh, uh, our drivers could have made some better decisions, chose to find somewhere safe to get parked before uh, they let themselves become, you know, uh, drowsy or tired behind the wheel. Uh, we always ask all of our drivers to, you know, take action when you feel those things start to creep up. Um, just one number I was going to throw out, you know, of, of the incidents that we've had with these drowsy driving accidents, uh, the the number that comes to mind is basically... To make up for those, we would have to run 24 trucks for an entire year for free, essentially, to cover uh, to cover those incidents. So, and just how many? Uh, how many were there? Like two, three? Uh three, three, three total. So for three, yeah. three instances that were. I mean, there's a lot of things we can't control out there, yeah. right? And we yeah. can't prevent, right? We all know stuff happens out there, but yeah. those three are probably something that are a little bit more under our control. So for those three things, 24 trucks have to run the rest of the year, yeah, or for an entire year, for an yeah. entire year, and that's, that's you a know, huge impact. And again, luckily nobody injured or anything like yeah. that, but it's still still a huge impact. Um, and yeah, just the uh, idea, you know, studies show that the the more you go without sleep, you know, every hour of sleep that you lose at night, uh, there's a lot of correlations and studies that show there's a, a very similar impact that it has in the brain as being intoxicated while you're driving. Mm-hmm. So uh they say studies show every person needs somewhere between seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Some people can operate with fewer than that, but it's very rare. Uh, something like 3% of the population can do that. Uh, but they say if you were to only sleep six hours instead of eight, that is the equivalent of drinking two to three 12-ounce beers in about a 30-minute time frame. So your reaction time and the studies they test a person's reaction time after consuming alcohol and then uh, going without sleep, it's a very similar uh uh, impact on a person's uh, brain, their attentiveness, the reaction time. So these are the things that uh, can have a very strong impact, even if you don't notice it. You know, you might only have six or five hours of sleep. You think you feel pretty good. Uh, and we ask, you know, evaluate the way you feel when you're getting ready for the day before you hit the road. Uh, understand, you know, how you're feeling. Understand what those signs of fatigue are. You know, if you find yourself blinking a lot, if you find yourself having trouble keeping your focus, uh, drifting out of your lane, forgetting, you know, the, the road signs you're going past, you, you know, your exit's coming up and it's catching you by surprise. Those things that, uh, might not be super easy to spot on the surface, but you kind of notice them as, as time goes on. Uh, make the right response to those two. Find somewhere safe to park. You know, get out, take a walk, stretch out. Uh, you know, we say get caffeine, you know, the coffee, energy drinks, soda, whatever it is. Caffeine, generally speaking, is a, is a very short-term fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might feel pretty good for an hour, two hours, but the eventual crash is real. So, you know, those are good short-term solutions, but it, nothing replaces, you know, getting out, moving around, or, or even just take, taking a nap, too. You know, going back to bed for an hour or two. Uh, uh, getting some extra sleep is, is a good way to yeah. stave off that. Everyone's different, right? Yeah. Everyone's different. Every situation is different. Um, you know, we, we have to, obviously we have to run miles to, to put revenue in the trucks, right? And you yep. guys have to run miles to make to return pay. So it's a, it's a balancing act, right? We want to be as safe as we can out there. 
Um, I mean, we could have the safest fleet in the world, right, Joe? Just not drive any trucks anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's a balancing act. <laughs> we did right? everything, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. You know, so and I, I just give Joe, I give Joe a little bit <laughs> hard time there, but um, you know, it's it's a balancing act. We all have to know each other, uh, our, our know our bodies, know how we handle things. But w- the message that we're giving you guys is, if 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 you don't feel up to it, you know, find the safe place to pull over. Let us, for, you know, let us know. Right. And I worked after hours and nights. I had a, quite a few drivers that would just call in just to talk. Right. Just talking helps. And, yep. you know, there's a there's a fine line there, too. Right. Anytime you're on the phone, even if it's even if it's hands free, that's a little bit distracting. But again, you got to know yourself and yep. what's what's we want to be safe out there. We don't want you to get hurt or anyone else out there to get hurt. So um, I personally, you know, get pulling over, getting out and getting some fresh air, moving around. That definitely helps me. I know some people that swear live by, live on monster energies or, you know, whatever they're called and they drink yep. two or three of those a day. And right. That's, yeah. that works for them. That's not, you know, we're all different. Right. So the end of the day over communicate, let us know what's going on so we can let the customer know and uh, we'll work together to get every load where it needs to be safely as, as yeah. safely as we can. Yeah. And just prioritize getting enough sleep during your breaks too. You know, it's, it's not an easy thing. You guys being over the road, it's not always the easiest thing to get enough sleep. No, it's not. Uh, you got noisy trucks moving around you. Who, who knows? There's a billion things that can different sleep schedules on a daily basis. I mean, it's challenging we, yeah. when we know it. And that, I guess that's why we're talking about this right now. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's where so much of that goes back to, again, the communication piece, you know, keep us updated on how you're feeling, uh, you know, make the right response. If you feel those symptoms coming on. Uh, or if you wake up and you just don't feel it, you know, delay that start for a little bit. Uh, do, do what you have to do. Just don't put yourself in a position you're on the road and you're, you know, starting to nod off. Yeah. I mean, we, and we have some really tight runs that need to need to happen, but for the most part with communication, we can, we can make things happen. Right. And a lot of our runs, maybe you have a little bit less total time, but you know, maybe you get an extra hour of sleep or something, but then you make that up, you know, the later in the day and, and maybe don't take as long of a, a stop for lunch or something like that. Just absolutely. making up an example. So, I mean, yeah. there's definitely things we can work, work through together and, and get stuff done. So absolutely. Yep. Okay. What else today, Joe? Um, that's pretty much all I had to talk about today. You know, cool. just, uh, uh, especially that winter weather stuff, it's coming up. It's going to be here sooner than we think. Uh, there's some places out West that have already had some, uh, winter weather, especially on the mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's coming our way. We actually had snow, nothing stuck, but we had snow for about an hour, I think in Dubuque last Monday. So, yeah. uh, it's, it's here. We just haven't had the, the it's big, coming. Take, big uh, snowstorm just take yet. the training and uh mm-hmm. and and be ready for sure <clears throat> um so i'll uh kind of wrap with a few things you know we are we had 19 preventable accidents last week which is up one from the week before but uh it's kind of three in a row of under 20 preventables which is 20 more than we want but it's a pretty good number it's pretty low frequency yep. um we're currently at 13 so a pretty decent start to the week we need to have a strong, strong weekend trend. And uh, we'll kind of have actually four. It'll be that'll make it five in a row if we if we finish this weekend strong. So let's do it. Um, also, very very happy you guys have done specifically on the over the road side the service. Uh, last weekend it came at ninety six, which was a, probably our one of our worst weeks we've had. But to start off this week, we're at we're over ninety eight, almost ninety eight and a half. So really good start uh, from a service and safety perspective for the over the road side this week. Great work there. Um, freight continues to be tight in the Midwest. Um, we're working on some of the other uh, other backhauls markets that we have, but again, 
the freight, you know, Midwest is kind of our, uh, that's our heartbeat and uh, it's, it's good there. So it, we're feeling that positive impact miles are up. Um, remember to over communicate, whether it be about service safety or anything else out there, you guys, you get, we can't always look at the screen and know exactly what's going on. Um, it's tough. We can't read, we can't read minds. Sometimes we wish we could, but we can't. So it's up to you guys, you know, don't assume we know anything. Um, continue to over communicate. Even if you think you've already told us one time, tell us again, um, that that's how we're, that's how we're going to be successful. So, um, do that focus on what you can control. Uh, and we know there's a lot of things out of your control out there, but focus on what you can. Um, and with that, uh, let's have a good rest of our weekend. Stay safe. Let's deliver our freight on time. Let's run some miles. And uh, we got some work to do. We got some we got the, some hay to make here for the next couple of weeks before the holiday. Right, Joe? Absolutely. So, all right, let's have a good weekend, guys. Uh, we'll talk later. Stay safe out there. Thanks, everybody.